This episode of the Retail Oasis Retail Wrap-Up Podcast is proudly brought to you by Afterpay. Bye now, pay later. Welcome to the Retail Oasis Retail Wrap-Up Podcast for 2021. Before we begin, we would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land upon which this was recorded, the Guyamagal people of the Eora Nation. I acknowledge the elders past, present and emerging. I extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples here today. In today's episode, we talk to Jessica Seppel. Jess is the director at JS Health. Jess began her career as a clinical nutritionist after battling with bad diets and a negative relationship with food from a young age. It was through her studies that she developed a love and appreciation for nutrients and minerals, so she started a very successful food blog, where her loyal community continued to grow and soak up her knowledge and recipes. Fast forward to today, and Jess is a successful international best-selling author, the voice behind health and wellness brand JS Health, including the popular JS Health app, and the creator and owner of her world-renowned vitamins, JS Health Vitamins. During our conversation with Jess, we discussed the creation and history of her business, the motivation behind creating the JS Health app, and the coincidental timing of Australia's first lockdown during COVID and the 2.0 launch of the JS Health at Home Workout Recipe app. We also talk about what effect COVID had on the growth of her business and on her customer, plus future partnership plans. A huge thank you to Jess for joining us. We hope you enjoy this conversation. For any of our listeners who somehow have not heard about your brand, JS Health, can you tell us about the company and its creation and its history? I studied health and nutrition for five years at university. And then in my fourth year of study, I decided to start a health blog. Um, I was getting ready to go into private practice and starting to really become incredibly passionate about a healthy life. I had brought up, been brought up in a healthy home very fortunately. But then as a teenager, I discovered fad dieting. So for the for 10 years, I was a chronic fad dieter. Um, and then during my nutrition studies, I kind of started healing my relationship with food, letting go of fad dieting and seeing the power of nutrition. And I started blogging about this kind of transition from fad dieter to becoming more of a whole food balanced eater during my university studies. I mean, I'm really cutting a long story short here because Basically, for those 10 years, I developed awful body image, negative body image, um, had really disconnected myself from my body and my appetite. Food became a very, very scary thing for me. I always say food was the enemy and my body was a burden. The number on the scale would start to determine, you know, was always determining my self-worth. I was so reliant um, on that number on the scale. And so as a result, bad dieting but became my way to control all of that. And then again, going fast forward to my fourth year of study, I was just blogging about this journey very honestly, very candidly. And I also started discovering recipes that were really beautiful and balanced, but also very quick and delicious. I was suddenly realizing healthy food can actually be delicious because as a fad dieter, um, living off diet, skinny foods, I didn't exactly think that healthy food was delicious. So I started changing my perception and the blog actually just took off. Um, I don't even know how at that point Instagram was not around. It was more through Facebook, I think. Word of mouth. People were really grateful about my honest story and how candid I was being. And then I went into private practice at the time. And that's kind of when I got my first book deal. 
And the book deal led to the second and third book and then led to an app and an eight-week program and now um, a product range, which is JS Health Vitamin. So that's really, I'm trying my best to cut a very long story short. This has probably been a 10-year journey coming up to next year. So um, a very had no intention to ever build a business. My absolute dream goal was just to be in private practice as a nutritionist, um, it kind of looks like JS Health was planned out because all the products went from one to the next, you know, went from the books, then to an app and then to a program and from the program to the um, product line. But all of that was kind of um, an accident and a very organic journey. Yeah, and a wonderful accident, one I'm very appreciative for. <laughs> Sorry if I didn't go on about it too much then, but that's really how JS Health did begin. Yeah. Um, and my introduction to your brand, my personal introduction was through the Healthy Life book, um, which of course led me to your signature banana bread. Um, oh, and, and in my household, this bread is known as the gateway bread because you can't have just one slice. You know, it leads you to <laughs> too many. Um, I know. That with almond butter is all I can dream for. Yes. <laughs> and then of course, the from that book, I was then uh, led, I then discovered the, your app, JS Health app which I got hooked to um, during the COVID lockdown. Um, can you talk to us about the app and, and why you ended up creating that app? Yeah, so what happened was, and this really was how I got my first book deal, which I didn't explain so much in the introduction, but the JS Health philosophy, I think, was very refreshing for women, especially here in Australia. I mean, I myself was a chronic fad diet. I always found the healthy life to be very confusing overwhelming. I was always latching onto the new trend, but still struggling with my relationship with food, still struggling with my weight, yo-yoing, like always trying to find the answer to um, really, truly feeling good. Um, and so I just, I was just so passionate about understanding there must be another way and, and discovering that other way. And I think women around the world were so grateful to know that there could be another way, that you don't have to be on another boring fad diet that you know is going to unfortunately come to an end after maybe four to six weeks of being on it because diets are not designed to be followed. Um, so, I mean, the research proves that time and time again. And so I think really people were appreciating this philosophy of what tr balance truly means. And I am so proud of JS Health in that way that our philosophy has never, ever changed. We've never jumped onto a trend. I see JS Health as kind of this old school mama bear who in the healthy world, who's just maintained a very, very balanced approach. And when I say balanced, I truly mean it, you know, um, it, you know, a healthy life for us means eating all the foods we love. Yes, mainly whole foods because it makes us feel good and energized and helps us sleep well at night. Um, but that also means going out on the weekend and being social and enjoying the food at the party and drinking the wine and absolutely saying yes to the, the dessert. So I think women were just feeling so relieved by the JS Health philosophy and the recipes kind of proving that healthy food can be delicious and doesn't have to take so much time. Um, and so that's where I, the app and the program was created because I think women were just craving more of our philosophy in a tangible way. And so the app and the program and the books kind of all incorporate the philosophy. So you might be someone who prefers to be on an eight-week program. So you like to go step-by-step step through a journey that does take patience, does take a certain personality, or you might be that person who's on your phone quite a lot, very, very busy, doesn't have time. You like apps. 
and you want to rather discover our philosophy and our recipes and our workouts through that forum or you might be someone who loves books still and that's why our books exist and still do very well um and so people really just i think appreciate the philosophy the balanced approach to a healthy life and also learning how to live a healthy life in a sustainable long-term way you know you really are able to live the jay's health life and the jay's health philosophy for life that's what i always say um all the principles are really really manageable and realistic and i myself am living a very busy life and so i can completely relate to the jay's health women out there who are struggling with time struggling with energy struggling to do it all but also really do want to feel good and um you know, prioritize a healthy life. So the thing about me is I've never been this nutritionist who's up here telling people what to do. I'm on the journey with my community and trying to discover things together as we go. Yeah. Jess, um, just digging into the app a little bit deeper, was the timing of the app, the launch and timing of the app, coincidental around COVID? Or was it something that you'd been working on and thinking about? No, our app actually was probably launched now three or four years ago. We just did an update to it just for. I, I actually meant the update. Yeah, no, that was absolutely accidental. I mean, an app, I mean, how could we ever have predicted that COVID would happen? The app um, changes, they take, they were probably in the works for eight months prior to COVID beginning. Takes so long to do that, that sort of thing. So that was, again, a, an accident. But perhaps. Purely accidental that you were doing the upgrade at around yeah. the same. We were very, very lucky. For nine months before COVID hit. And yeah. Then incredibly fortunate to be in the market. Yeah, very fortunate. Very, very fortunate. Yeah. yeah. Um, so speaking of COVID and lockdown, so we've seen that COVID has had a multiple multiple effects on different businesses across across the globe. Some of them have been thriving and some of them are only just surviving. So what has the effect been on your business and have you seen your customers' shopping habits change? Yeah. So, I mean, it's such a, I always find this, I obviously do lots of interviews and I find this question so difficult because I'm so aware of how difficult, how hard it's been for so many people. And we were one of the lucky brands to have had enormous success during this time because people were really leaning on the healthy life. And, you know, we're an e-commerce business. So way before COVID happened, we've always pretty much been an e-commerce business for the last five years, you know, with our eight-week program, with the app. Our vitamin range is predominantly 80 90% online. So we have been incredibly, incredibly fortunate. But I'm so aware of um, how rare that is and how um, difficult it has been for so many other companies. In fact, our company grew so fast during COVID that we actually still, it looks like it's a good thing. We're obviously very, very blessed, but it actually has been enormously challenging to maintain the growth and growing pains of any company I now understand is not as maybe enjoyable and as glamorous and as fun and as you know, exciting as people might think, it's actually enormously challenging. So dealing with the growing pains of a company actually puts a company in a, in a, in a very different position and can feel at times much more scary. Um, so it's been very, we're very, very fortunate in terms of the business having done well through COVID, but we're also trying to maintain that growth and deal with the growing pains of 
COVID. But also I think what I'm so grateful for is that during such a hard year, people just wanted to invest in something that would make them feel a little bit better. So if they knew they could take our sleep vitamins and they would have a beautiful deep sleep and wake up refreshed, they would invest in that. And the truth is they would feel so much better. And I'm so grateful that I could offer them that sort of support. If they might take our AM, PM vitamins for energy support, I'm just looking at my range or they might, <laughs> they might have struggled with, you know, skin breakouts, which was so common during COVID-19, acne, eczema, dermatitis, flaring up. And they had our skin and digestion vitamin to take, which would relieve that or for me personally, our anxiety and stress vitamins have helped so many people during such an uncertain and anxious time. And then obviously, as you as you kindly have supported us with our app and you doing the making the recipes and doing a workout for 20 minutes a day. So I am honestly just so happy. And that's really my role in JS Health now is all about the customers. So I create all the formulations and I'm in touch with the customers every day. That's pretty much my role now. Yeah. I speak to them every day. And I'm so grateful that like JS Health could have been that brand that would provide just even 5% of goodness um, or relief for for our community and just help them in that small way. So we obviously were very fortunate during COVID-19, but now it's also not so glamorous dealing with growing pains of a company. Yeah, definitely. I think one of the vitamins that I uh, sort of lean towards, because I think most people feel like this where we became far more observant of our own health and mental health, um, you know, during lockdown and even just the past year, like monitoring our own symptoms going, oh, I've got a sore throat, I better go get tested or I better, you know, really look into my health as my priority. And and one of your products that I really lean towards was the um, the immunity uh, vitamin. Um, but did you see that there was a surge in any one product or did you just think overall your, your community, your customer was like, okay, yeah. health is number one now? Funnily enough, there wasn't even a surge in, in the immune vitamin at all. The surge was coming. It was so obvious what people were struggling with, which, again, I'm so grateful that I could have some sort of, I could I could help in some way, but it was so clear what people across the board were struggling with. And that was sleep, mm. sleep, anxiety, because people were on their phone so much more, which is 100% affecting the pineal gland, which makes our melatonin, the hormone that helps us to sleep. Sleep insomnia was huge. Anxiety was huge. Skin breakouts were huge. Um, yeah, and probably I would say um, skin, hair, and probably digestive gut issues. So leaning on our probiotic and the skin and digestion vitamin. Um, and then obviously our protein powder was really enjoyed because people were at home making more smoothies. So it was very, very obvious what people were struggling with, but it wasn't immunity actually. That was, you know, the thing that we were helping people with. Of course, we could never like, you know, our immune formulation is just to help support immune system, your natural immune system. It doesn't mean it's going to support COVID in any way, of course. So um, the spike was more in people struggling during that time and, um, just wanting support in some in some of those areas. Mental health's been a really big issue in the last year, hasn't it? Yeah, huge. The role of mental health, and I think that's what you're talking to now. When yeah, you're like, yeah. Deprived or stress related. Yeah. So it's interesting that you should pick up on that, and that should become such a an important or, or incredible part yeah. of your of your offering. I've become incredibly passionate about mental health. So physical health is really what a nutritionist, I would say, studies. You know, for five years, I would say predominantly I was studying physical health and absolutely passionate about it and so passionate about how nutrients and minerals and herbs 
in a therapeutic way with vitamins, but also through a diet can seriously change people's lives. You know, I can, I can now hand on heart say, I can swear to you that nutrients and minerals can change people's lives um, through food and through supplements. I've seen it just so much now. Um, But, you know, the truth is I probably was a bit more, a bit ignorant to how important mental health is. And only in the last two years have I understood that just through my own, I had a personal loss, um, and then through COVID, seeing how many of our community members were then struggling with anxiety and depression and insomnia and mood imbalances. So um, it's just, I'm so grateful because it's kind of awakened me into a new path um, for JS Health. And I really truly believe, you know, our physical health, is our mental health, sorry, is as important as our physical health. And we actually have to treat both and take both very, very seriously. And both of them impact one another. So you cannot be, you know, physically in your best way if you're mentally struggling and you cannot be, um, you know, vice versa. So they really have a very, very important um, role with one another and I've become very passionate about supporting that. Sure. sure. Something I'd love to ask you about, because it's, um, I know I mentioned uh, something that I've really been interested in on your app, which is, of course, the move section where you've partnered with trainers to give live, um, you know, like exercises to do or a full class really through the app. So what led you to adding on move and how did you decide which trainers to partner with? Um, really like personal choice pe- trainers that myself and my team love. Like it was just as simple as that. Who do we love in the industry? Who do we think has a lovely balanced approach to movement? Cause that's a huge part of the Jay's health philosophy is no extremes, right? So how do we find trainers who encourage body love, encourage women to have a re- healthy relationship with food, to find body confidence, to see exercise as something that is going to uplift you mentally and physically, um, all of the trainers really understand the mind-body connection in its purest form. That was very important to me. And, you know, just women who were le- who are relatable and who are just good trainers, you know, someone like Molly who we were talking about earlier. She just, I always say to her, you just understand the body so well. Like she understands those little muscles that no one has helped me feel before. So, and I also wanted the workouts to be fun, enjoyable 20 25 minutes for me personally in my busy work life I'm sure you're the same that's pretty much all I can squeeze in at this point and I feel like it's enough so um I just think it was personal personal choice with the trainers and we didn't actually think too much about it we weren't being strategic about it at all it was just like who are the like Amy who's the yoga instructor is my personal yoga instructor um Cassie was someone who my staff have been um, working, had had been to her classes before. Molly and Holly have just such an amazing reputation in the Pilates bar space. So it's just honestly a personal choice. Yeah. It's interesting you raise the subject of partnerships and how they kind of work within your business, mm. certainly across the retail industry. And it's, I guess it's always been in play, but really in play at the moment is we're yeah. starting to see more brands partnering up with each other. Like yeah. Jones partnering up with Glam Corner, Ultra Beauty in the States partnering up with Target. Yeah. And Ikea who've been kind of working at their thing for a while. Do you see this happening in your future with JS Health? So funny, yeah. Or is there a brand or brands you'd love to partner with? 
It's so funny because obviously we have having these conversations quite a lot recently. Um, you know, we are a predominantly e-commerce brand, but I am so passionate about retail because I think it's such an amazing way to get our customers um, to understand our product better. So I think hope I think we're going to be launching into boots throughout the UK. Right. You know, me, I'm not doing that. We are not as a team doing that from any financial point of view. It's purely for our customers um, to have access to our brand, to understand our brand more for the, the staff um, to be there to support our customers and help them understand the product better and maybe educate them through the, you know, we try and do our best of edu to educate our customer through an online forum. But I would love, I still love that, you know, face-to-face connection so i love to be in retail we are across um every priceline st store in australia we are in, in pretty much all of the um pharmacies so i i've chosen to be in retail from a customer and education and awareness perspective i think it's still so important i think for me i don't want to just be an e-commerce brand because I think vitamins are also appreciated in the retail space and, and better understood in some ways. So um, my husband and I, that's where we have also different strengths. I'm always thinking, he's always thinking about the business and in, he's brilliant in the e-commerce space and ensuring our technology supports that. And I'm very, very passionate about our customers. So that means I want to be in retail so they can better access our product and um, better understand it. I know for me personally, I love to buy vitamins from a pharmacy too. Um, and also just the brand awareness that you get through retail, I think is still very powerful. You know, so many of our customers understand our brand through Priceline. Um, yeah. And it'll be the same, I'm sure, in Boots in the UK. I guess the point that I was trying to make was that there's opportunity for kind of leverage each other's skills apart from, yeah. apart from just wholesaling product into a retail outlet like a pharmacy or price line. I mean, you've built something which is pretty amazing, which covers so much around both physical and mental health and knowledge and well-being. Yeah. Uh, and then, and you've got the physical products. I'm just thinking about, is there opportunities or do yeah. you see opportunities where you really identify and leverage someone who really can support you the way? Yeah and they can leverage you. So it sort of becomes a little yeah, bit- Yeah, no, we're definitely yeah. having, we're having these conversations um, at the moment. Um, at this point, as I said, we're actually just trying to manage the growing pains of the business. So right. we're, we're inundated. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a conversation that comes up all the time with so many different brands, um, even e-commerce, very yeah. e-commerce brands, you know, um, partnering up with them. So it's a very funny, um, it's a very interesting time that you ask that question because we're literally in conversation oh, with right. multiple people about that. So you're very, you're very on the point. Oh. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's just, it's so hard to find that balance of looking after your baby, nourishing your business, ensuring it gets, you know, as much exposure as possible and, and grows, grows to be what it can be um and then you know leveraging off other brands to support that but then also not trying to take away from the brand itself so it's like an interesting conversation that we're in the midst of i would say right. yeah um, i'm really interested to understand how you went from your beautiful books into vitamins because you're you know it's, you're such a leader like i see ads all the time 
you know, on Instagram for your products. Um, and also, and I always hear from my friends raving about the products. You know, I never believed it until I tried it. You know, everybody is so positive about it. And, and I read about it on your community all the time. But how did you end up in vitamins? Was this your husband's idea or was it just a natural progression for you? <laughs> Yeah, such a good question. By the way, just side note, I love and appreciate skeptics. I get them because I'm like that type of person too. So um, only until you dig into the research um, for nutrients and minerals and even herbs, then maybe you get a better understanding and appreciation for what they can do. And obviously I studied health and nutrition for so many years and I practiced privately. So I saw the impact that it had. But funnily enough, I have been obsessed with vitamins from a very, very young age, probably too young. So I was that, my sisters will tell you, I've got two sisters. I was that, I was about 13 or 14 and my bathroom was full of vitamins. The whole cabinet was just vitamins. And then I worked at Priceline, which is actually very cool. I was the checkout chick in Priceline for like two years. So seeing my products as very extra cool. Yeah. Um, I would be in the aisles of Priceline and I would spend my time when the shop, when the shop were, shops were quiet, just like researching the heck out of the vitamins. I don't know. It was more of an intuitive obsession and connection to them. Cause at that point, you know, I hadn't done the research. I hadn't studied health and nutrition. So I, it was always this very natural pull and connection to them. You can ask my doctor who is an integrative GP, one of the best in Australia, Dr. Jeff Jankelson. I, he was my mentor for many years and I would sit in his practice with him and he would always say, hey, stop going to the vitamins, just stick with food. That's what you're studying. You're studying nutrition. Why are you talking about vitamins? Why are you prescribing fish oil? Just tell them to eat more oily fish. It was always this kind of natural obsession. Um, so I, I just think it's been, so when, when the time came where we had enough, I would say, honestly, funds from, we had saved a little bit of money at that time that we could put in a small investment for a product line. I remember it feeling like a really big risk. Um, we actually tried healthy cereals. So I created a healthy Cocoa Pops and I was desperate to get that out, but it just commercially, it just did not make sense. Like it was just too expensive. And then, but in the background vitamins, I always said to my husband, oh, I just want to create a stress vitamin or I just want to create this hair vitamin because I've discovered this kelp and I use it and I'm telling you my hair grows when I use it or I always understood the connection between skin and digestion I was like why is there not a vitamin that is that works on both skin and digestion at the same time like I just always felt passionate about it but honestly it was too expensive um, it was too competitive and I could not find the right manufacturer so it took us like three years until someone introduced me to our current manufacturer who I believe is a huge reason why we've succeeded like it just there was a point a month before we met our current manufacturer where Dean turned to me we're on a walk and he said Jess you have to let go of this idea of vitamins it's just too expensive and it's just not going to work we can do something else and then the doctor who's my mentor called me that same day and he said Jess honestly I've looked at the formulations you want to create I think it's incredible but it's going to be really too expensive it's going to be hundreds of thousands of dollars and really at that time we did not, we could not have done that. So I completely let it go. Um, and then, and then a, a month later, I think I got introduced to our current manufacturer and then suddenly that passion just got reignited and he was able to um, help us run a small batch of our first vitamin. And I remember even thinking, oh gosh, I think we only ordered 2000 bottles. And I said to Dean, I don't know why you're ordering so many, because how are we going to sell these? <laughs> And that just began the journey of like creating formulations that 
are quite unique. If you look at the vitamin industry now, there hasn't been that much innovation. Now that I'm smack bang in the middle of it, I can appreciate now why Jay's Health has had success because it hasn't really been done before. It's quite problem. They, they formulations that are targeted for specific problems. So problem solving vitamins, I like to think of them. Um, they are all research backed. So for example, I will not put an ingredient into a formulation unless there is sound traditional research to support that that ingredient will help with whatever I'm claiming. So in our anxiety and stress formulation, every ingredient has traditional research to say that it will support with anxiety and stress. I also only add ingredients at a therapeutic dose. So you'll see, I have the utmost respect for all of our competitors, but many products will only add a small amount of nutrients and minerals because it's very, very expensive. But I decided, I know I want to add them at a therapeutic dose at the highest dose that I probably could fit into a capsule because I know it will have a transformative effect. And if you look at a lot of products on the market, there's just a small amount of that. It will still do something, but perhaps not to the, to the level I would want. So I think now that I think about J's health vitamins, there is, it has maybe um, touched on a, on a gap um, that was in the, in, in the space. And I think they also find the story relatable and that there's a nutritionist behind it. Anyway, we've just been very fortunate because we had no idea, I promise you that we would have a successful product line. Not like my husband was running his own tech company. That was the path we were going down. I would maybe have children and his business would have success. So there was just absolutely no intention to create a successful vitamin line. I mean, I knew the competitors I was facing against and I never even thought we would come close to that, that space. I just wanted to have kind of have, my dream was to have like a home made vitamin line that was very like a family run business, you know, and that would just kind of support my community and maybe my patients in time. Just the, the vision was to have like a small brand. It's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because, um, you're certainly the health and wellness market, as we know from research, um, is forecast to be in excess of $24 billion in total sales by 2025, which is not that far off. And indeed, the category has been growing exponentially over the last few years. I mean, certainly uh, uh, sort of growth rates at around 10%. And I do think we're seeing a category which a lot of us looked at and thought was mature is actually reinventing itself and yeah and people like yourself are coming in and reinventing it so what do you think in the future is going to drive this category forward yeah it's such an interesting thing because like if i thought back you know two or three years i i wouldn't have thought that the health industry would have so much innovation but now it's kind of like never ending innovation that's possible <laughs> um especially so I think, oh, I just think it's going to continue to grow and boom and um, perhaps too much. I think it's going to become too saturated. Um, and interest in the category mm. at the moment. You know, everybody used to talk about beauty as the growth category. And yeah. now, of course, everyone's talking about health and wellness as the growth category. Um, I think health and beauty together is going to be where the market's going to go. So the best of both. Because to me, they kind of mesh, you know, yeah. what would previously have been considered as beauty is now, you know, ending in that, you know, kind of like, okay, I take, take yeah. for example, it looks like a beauty product, but it's the gym for your face. So what is it? Is it, you know, 
it's health and wellness. Okay. So I think I think it's the health and beauty coming together. That's where I see um, our customers getting excited when those two worlds collide. Yeah. 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 I know that you have a huge community, like on you know on Instagram alone, your JS Health profile has like almost three hundred forty thousand followers, which is huge. Um, do you are you seeing like big changes in your customer, perhaps becoming more woke? You know, since such issues as Black Lives Matter, you know, people becoming yeah, just, I don't know, more overall like that. Do you see your customer changing? Because of course you have so much conversation with them. Are you seeing any changes? Yeah, I think I really, if I think of my customers overall, I think they've had a really hard year, including myself. I think everyone's had a really hard time um, with so many different things. Like I could not even say them all. Like obviously mental health, physical health, um, but that's just, that's just one domain. I think everyone's had a hard year with uncertainty, not seeing their families, so stressed, so anxious, so sleep deprived, so exhausted, um, no real break. You know, a lot of people haven't been able to travel and go on holiday. So I just, I'm feeling like, um, yeah, I'm noticing our customers are just having a harder time, if I'm honest. Um, that's what I really feel. I do think obviously they're becoming more aware for our sustainability and becoming more of a sustainable conscious company is coming to the forefront for sure. And something we really are trying to take seriously now and learning more about, like for me, it's just education. Like I, I just want to learn more about it and learn more about how I can, you know, be a better company in that domain. Also giving back, like, you know, we've been fortunate to have so much success. I just feel I need to give back more. So that's become a huge conversation for us and something I think our community are so grateful for like we are giving back as a company on behalf of the Jay's Health community. And I think that sense of giving back is just such a big part of the healthy life. Like for me, I don't want to have all the success for myself. I don't want to live a selfish existence. I want the company to stand for good and do good. And my community on board with that, they feeling like they want to do that too. It's just become an intuitive connection for me to want to give back. I kind of um, I'm ready to give back now. And my community are on that board, on that train too with me. They're on the train um, to spread mental health awareness. They're on the train to spread sustainability, um, sustainability, sustainable conscious um, ways. So I think there's so many different kind of, yeah, awakened conversations happening. It seems um, like an amazing uh, thing that's gone on for you in the last few years with your growth and then you building on building on your profile, building on so much and then building out so much um, sort of helpful advice that's led into your products. Um, and, and clearly the market's been sophisticating with you as yeah. you've been sophisticating. So what's in the pipeline for the future if you can talk about any of this? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'm happy to, well, for me, like I am just um, really wanting to nourish our community as they are and continue to provide vitamins that are pure and effective and backed by research and the best of the best of the best. You know, I'm currently formulating a greens powder, which I haven't really told anyone about. And I want that to be the best greens powder on the market. You know, I'm a product that is coming out next month, which hasn't been done before. I don't know why it's for hair loss and libido. Um, You know, 
putting in two ingredients that will help with libido and hair loss are like combining two big issues for both females and males. Um, just continuing to extend our vitamin range. And then we are looking into creating two new verticals, but along the vitamin line. So just two new verticals, but vitamin based. Right. Um, yeah. Out there a little bit. That's nice. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure in a month, I'll come back on the podcast. How about that? <laughs> I'll come back on the podcast and we'll talk about that. But, you know, the reason is it's not because I'm trying to be secretive. It's because I'm, I'm in the development of it. So I don't even... Until something is has actually come to life, I don't like to talk about it because I've, I've been, you know, people look at JS Health and might see so much success, but I've also experienced a huge amount of rejection, failure, hardship, challenge, <laughs> seeing products come, seeing products go, had to let go of some, you know, had to pull many, many different projects, um, had to deal with so many rejections, had to deal with so many doubts from people, um, so many so many um no's thrown my way so i'm until i've learned not to get too excited about anything until i actually see it on my desk <laughs> no um i get what you mean uh, um having owned and started and run my own businesses all my yeah. life i often get asked um what do you need to do it and i said there's really only two things you've got to be focused and you're yeah. really focused on health and wellness and then, and then you've just got to be so perseverant. I mean, you just, you, you know, because you fail today, it doesn't mean you're going to fail tomorrow. So you never, ever. That's stop. such good advice. And honestly, I really appreciate that because even in, even when you've had success, I'm sure like you, and, and I, I appreciate that advice from someone who's run their own business because I do have to agree, like it's, it's pushing through those hard times and that really um, takes a lot of courage yeah, that's and it. perseverance. And I, you just got to persevere. I mean, I mean, that's clearly what. And that's when people. That's clearly what you. Well, do. that's when people tend to give up. You know, people give up when things get hard yeah. and people say no and the rejections come. But as you say, it's actually if you just hang on to that perseverance. Mm. I have found from my experience, it normally takes the business to the next level when you kind of go through that hard time, persevere through it, um, feel the pain of it. And then you might be surprised what you find on the other side. Yeah, exactly. but it's painful and it's challenging to go to go through that. Never change it, so. But thank you. I will. It's your passion. It's your passion I'm, that keeps you going. I'm going to keep you. I'm going to keep that those words in my mind for the next few months. So our second last question is one that we plan on asking all of our guests this year, and it's a personal question. So, in store or online, what is your preference and why? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't even know if I can answer this because my team will get to it. Like for me, it's in store because of the customer, um, the customer support and them having, you know, that one-on-one -on -one experience with my vitamin, holding it, understanding it perhaps as a naturopath um, in store, helping them understand the product better. But from a business perspective, um, online is where it's probably at. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> and our last question, again, one we're going to continue to asking everyone that we interview this year. What, in your opinion, does the future of retail look like? Oh, it's so interesting because, you know, if you had asked me six months ago during COVID, during the rise of e-commerce, I would have said, 
you know, it's going to be a hard time for retail. Um, but I, I'm such a traditionalist, I think. I think, you know, both are important. I really do. I think, I mean, I'm someone who wants to still go into a bookstore and buy the book. I don't really want to buy it online. Um, I like to go into the pharmacy and try on different SBFs and see which one I like. Um, talk to the pharmacist, ask them about what chemicals are present in it. I mean, but I also am not Gen Z. Like I'm, I'm a bit older than that. So <laughs> I, it's hard to, it's really hard with, with, with the younger generation and how they shop as opposed to how I would, my husband and I like to shop, you know, and um yeah, that's very thoughtful that you're kind of thinking about the the younger generation as the future of retail. But yeah, I think the thing we keep hearing is everybody wants to see this mesh between e-com and in-store, but see it like properly where the customer sees them as one, not yeah. separate. Yeah. I, I really truly do believe both are important. I understand the trend is, you know, e-commerce and online. Um, I'm just much more, pers it's like, I'm just answering this question personally because I'm more of a traditionalist. I'm more someone who wants to go into the pharmacy and talk about product. Um, but I'm not, I'm talking for myself at the age of nearly 32. I'm not talking on behalf of probably my staff who are a little younger than me um, in their twenties, probably yeah, different consumer behavior. Yeah. Thank you so very much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Retail Oasis Retail Wrap-Up. If you enjoyed the chat, we'd love you to rate and review it. Plus, remember to subscribe and you'll be automatically notified when the next episode airs. If you'd like to learn more about Retail Oasis, please head over to retailoasis.com or find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and TikTok. Yes, we're there too. To support our show, simply tell a friend or send this episode on to someone you know who would appreciate more retail knowledge. And finally, thank you to our sponsor, Afterpay. Bye now, pay later.